Um, fashion is about 50% of all secondhand traded is in fashion. So that's the reason why we chose fashion. And there are multiple marketplaces that sell fashion. So uh, we're hope we have a, a whole bunch of uh, second and third marketplaces that we're right now talking to that we want to, uh, we will list for you on those marketplaces as well. Welcome to the e-commerce momentum podcast, where we focus on the people, the products and the process of e-commerce selling today. Here's your host, Stephen Peterson. Hey, wanted to talk a few moments about some sponsors. Scope from Seller Labs. Um, when's the last time you created a listing? Right. And when you create that listing, you've got to come up with the keywords, right? It's all keyword dependent. I don't care if it's uh, private label or wholesale. You've got to get it right. Well, what's the best way to get it right? If you're selling a similar product that's really successful, you go and you take and use their keywords. And that's what Scope does for you. It's a phenomenal tool brought to you again by Seller Labs, the leaders in technology uh, when it comes to Amazon right now. They are just crushing it with all their products. But Scope allows you to get that listing right. Get ranked for those keywords as fast as possible. Therefore, you get the sales. So, Go to sellerlabs.com forward slash scope. Use the code word momentum. Save a little bit of money. Get some free keywords to test. Try it out and see if you see an improvement. If you don't, adjust. What's cool about what I love about uh, Seller Labs is that you then message and say, hey, I didn't get this right, Tyler. Hey, Jeff, this isn't working right. What am I doing wrong? And boom you're going to get the help you need. And that's what you're going to get from Seller Labs. And, and it's a very special group. They've been very, I've been very fortunate to be connected with them. And again, I look over time, they've delivered every single time. You know, same thing I can say for Karen from Solutions for E-Commerce. I mean, she's been carrying my account for a couple of years now, um, and our account, my wife and I, and she really does handle things for us. Um, I mentioned uh, just last week, we created a new listing with forget how many variations. But again, all the flat files uploaded, done as I needed. I pop in, so she'll send me a template, I pop in some information, and then boom, it's handled. Oh wait, these pictures weren't done right, blah, blah, blah. This UPC needs it, boom, modified, adjusted. And again, the communication's been phenomenal too. I get an email pack saying, hey, this was done, or this, you're missing this, Steve. Hey, you gotta do this. So, you know, we have those challenges too. And that's why I like working with somebody who's been doing it, and been doing it for a long time. Did you know Karen also does listings for eBay? Yep, lots of them. So if you want to build out that channel, which of course you should, it's Q4, you should be selling everywhere you can, um, Karen can help you with that too. So you got to tell her I've sent you. So you're going to go to solutions for e-commerce forward slash momentum. You're going to save 50 bucks every single month. You're going to save that $50. But more importantly, you're going to get an inventory health report. Um, did you just get hit with monthly long-term storage fees? Well, guess what? If you haven't, they're coming. You want to get that inventory right, and she can help you with that. You got to tell her I sent you. Again, solutions, the number four, e-commerce forward slash momentum, will get you into that. Save the 50 bucks. Get that inventory health report, though. That's really, really important. Get that going right away. And I don't want to miss my coach when it comes to retail orb or online orb. When I have a question, and I do, not that we don't we don't really do much of it anymore, but when I do have a question, I go to Gay Lisby. Because why? Because she's really... She is a coach. I mean, she's really phenomenal, but she also puts out a daily list and you're going to get that list five days a week. You're going to get tons of leads. The number of, uh, 
agreed to amount that you're supposed to get, she, she usually gets to those in the four days. And then the fifth day seems to be a bonus most of the time. Phenomenal group, small amount of uh, buyers where this list is going to. And the best thing is the nuggets that you learn. Hey, why is the red one better than the blue one? Gate can help you with those questions. I saw, hey, I got, um, I got a, the dreaded letter about a brand. Here's the, here's the way you approach it. Hey, receipts, um, how do you, what's the best practice? I saw her leading instructions, teaching me, the accountant, how to do a better job with it. And it's phenomenal. So it's Gay Lisby's um, a million dollar selling. Um, I'll have the link in here. You've got to use um, the, my, my link and, and it does help me. I don't want to say it that way, but um, it's part of Amazing Freedom with Andy Slamins, Lee Ron, Hirsch Korn, and Nate Slamins. So you know you can trust them. Okay. So come out to the website, take a look at it and you will get uh, savings, and you can get two weeks free right now. Only through my link, you get two weeks free. Try it. You don't like it? I get it. Back off. But right now is the time to make money. Get cash flow going right now. And so join. You get two weeks free. The only way you're going to get the two weeks free is if you use my link. It's on this episode. Come on out and give it a try. You will not be disappointed. Again, you're going to see me in there. So reach out if I can help you too. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. This is episode 356. Suzanne woke. Suzanne woke is the founder, uh, co-founder of Sellhound, and Sellhound is a very, very, very cool company where they are letting us get access to the data that we've been dying to get a hold of. They have figured out ways to bring together, um, first off, they have a couple different models that they're working on, but one's right now, you got to go sign up for it right now. And it's free, actually. Go to sellhound.com and go check Fetch, where you can put in the products that you're selling, the used products you're selling, and you can immediately see the price that it's selling for on eBay, on Amazon, on Macari, on Poshmark, on Goat never heard of goat, right? On up to 140 marketplaces. It's crazy. And they're going to show you the fees and they're going to show you uh, what it's listed, how many, how many are for sale. Then they're going to show you what they actually sold for. It's phenomenal again. So if you're having list, if you have people helping you list, this is a powerful tool because you don't have to go and do all the research for them. You don't have to train them that much. They can basically use this as a guideline. The other cool thing is it says, hey, Steve, you're selling a pair of uh, Jordans. Um, you might get 20 bucks for them on eBay. However, if you sell them on Goat, you can get $79. What? So it helps you figure out where to sell them, right? And I think that's another powerful tool. Take it a step further, sign up for their list. They're in beta, but it's it's working, and so they're in beta and rolling it out next year. But how about them doing some listings for you? Have you ever thought about one of the limits on eBay is you come home with 100 items and you can list 25 a day and you're killing it? Well, that's four days of your week that you just killed listing that 100 items. That gives you one day to do the shipping for all the stuff that you sold. Oh, and by the way, you've got to get supplies and you got to do this and you got to do that. Well, guess what? Your whole day is shot. Your whole week is shot and you barely got through it. What if you can out offload a whole bunch of those listings to a third-party company and you knew how much it cost? There was no hidden percentages or whatever. Here's how much it cost to get that listing created. And boom, you can build that into your math model. That's a very, very exciting. And, you know, 
We ended the call with this, but this is really the truth. If you don't do it, your competitors will. You must scale your eBay business, and now that you have access to the data, you have the ability to. So very, very cool conversation. Um, sorry for the long intro to it, but I think you've really got to pay attention because this is an opportunity like Amazon was where you know getting in early on the data will allow you to take advantage of it. Phenomenal opportunity. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. Very excited about today's guest because today's guest is a fellow seller. I like when I have someone who's developed uh, a pain, uh, a pain killer. I don't even want to say it's going to fix uh, problems that we have. These are pain killers. And the reason they do it is because they've had these problems because they sell. Again, they can relate. And that's just so important in the e-commerce world is, uh, rather than just somebody saying, well, this is the way you should do it. No, this is the way the real world does it. And I can fix that pain point, really fix it. And I'm very excited about today's guest, Suzanne Woke from Sellhound. Welcome, Suzanne. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen. We've had about four very, very in-depth conversations over the last, I guess it's been about a month um, since we were together. And then, you know, just the conversation continues. And it's funny, um, it feels like the conversation just picks up uh, right from where we left off because we both know uh, eBay, because this is really mm -hmm. specific to eBay, uh, my part anyway, um, so well because we've mm -hmm. been selling on it for so long. Isn't it cool how you can find other people that have also felt the same pain? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been selling on eBay since it was called Auction Web. Um, I'm not calling you old. I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, for over 20 years. So, uh, and I'm, I've been, I like to say that I've been in the junk business my whole life, although I've done many other things. I've been an entrepreneur. I've had many businesses. I've worked as an actress and a screenwriter in Hollywood as well. Uh, but really the thread that uh, follows me, you know, when I think about it, my passion since I was a little kid was uh, buying secondhand items and reselling them. And in fact, you know, about 20 years ago, somebody told me about a little website called uh, Auction Web that is like a global garage sale. And I was going, oh, my God, what a great idea. And then a few months later, they changed their name to eBay. <laughs> was so, that a was that a smart move or a, uh, a, 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 you know, looking back? What do you think? You mean the, the name change? Yeah. Actually, very smart. And I've been asking around about why, because when they changed their name to eBay, I was going, what is eBay? What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. Auction Web sounded like a perfectly good name. It, it, it you know, described what they're doing. Um, and, but I've learned since that the reason why they changed their name is they were pre-IPO. And somebody smart said, wait a minute. What if we don't do auctions oh. anymore? What if we change our business model? We don't want to have, we don't want to be locked into auction. And uh, then there's a story of how Pierre, the uh, original founder, came up with eBay. And I just actually got this, um, this story from Griff mm -hmm. from eBay, mm -hmm. uh, who confirmed that uh, uh, Pierre had another business, I think, called... Um, uh, electronic bay and i think it was an idea for another business that he had it was a dot com he had for it but that wasn't going well and they needed a name really quickly and he had to he happened to have ebay.com 
already registered. And in those days, it's hard to, you know, it took time to register a domain name. So they just grabbed that. <laughs> that was the story. That's hilarious. That was interesting, yeah. But I don't think you have to worry about Sellhound uh, losing its focus because you're helping sell, period, right? That's I mean, right. I don't think That's you have right. to worry about that because, you know, as I think about your business, and it's a couple different models, but the one that makes the most sense right now is your goal is to help people sell. Period. Correct. I mean, it is really geared towards helping people sell and 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 saving time, right. um, the ability to find out value without well, having to 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 do that much research. I think that's powerful too. Right. So saving time has to do with making more money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I agree. So so as you, our our you know our mission is to help sellers uh, be more profitable and uh, by saving time and by creating listings that will sell on multiple marketplaces. And right now you have um, you have two working models. Am I correct when I say that? What do you mean? Well, you have two. I mean, you have a couple different tools that you can use. First off, there's the research tool. That's currently right. working. That's up and running, correct? So, so yeah. So let me uh, explain a little bit. So the the idea for Sellhound is that, A, we're not a marketplace. We're an aggregator of all secondhand marketplaces. So the idea is like, think of um, Trivago, Orbitz, or Kayak for the travel industry, for example. Uh, you remember the days when, you know, where already was internet and websites, but still we had to go to AmericanAirlines.com and uh, Southwest.com to try to figure out what the best prices are and then try to rent a car and a hotel. And then somebody came up with this brilliant idea of an aggregator where you, you just stayed on that one website, but you were able to do all your research and booking and everything like that. So um, that's what we're doing for the resellers. Basically. <coughs> When when you talk about how many marketplaces, I mean, we all know Amazon and eBay, right? The right. number one, number two, period, right? It's by far. I mean, then there's eventually you'll get to a Walmart and eventually you'll hear of a jet, right? Those are so far away, even mm -hmm. from eBay. But mm -hmm. Amazon is, I think it's like 50% of the e-commerce or some crazy number. Um, but there are a lot of other marketplaces. And in the old days, it made sense to just go to those two marketplaces because that was the place to be, right? Because Amazon has such a big audience um, and eBay has such a big audience. However, if I'm selling a vintage pair of Jordans mm -hmm. in the box, I'm not so certain. Am no. Well, Amazon can't be because they're used, so that's out. My only option in the past was really eBay or creepy Craigslist. Right. Um, however... That might not be the best place to sell, right? What would you say? Where Correct. would you? What would you think about? Where's so, the place to uh, sell? StockX and Goat, and yeah. there's multiple. And everybody uh, else is like, sneakers. "Wait, Goat is a website." <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's right. a good website for selling sneakers. So, that's right. So, um, correct, exactly. So five years ago, so Sellhound is my second startup. My first startup was SnapPost, was a mobile application that simplified the posting, posting process for eBay specifically, because I'm passionate about eBay and passionate about selling, um, and, and because I'm a seller, and I think a lot of resellers or urban pickers, I, I like to call us, <laughs> who go to thrift stores and you know uh, find things and then resell them, 
um, we're in the center of uh, of people, like all of our family and friends who kind of have an idea of what we do. They really don't understand what we do, but they know that we resell stuff. So when they want to resell things, they contact us. They say, hey, could you sell my junk for me? I'll give you 50%. And I'm, you know, and most of us are like, well, not really. I would, you know, I'd, I'd rather not sell your junk for 50%. I have my own junk for 100% that I can mm. sell, you know. Um, so. And I can uh, barely keep up with that. Cause right, it, exactly. Right, because listing so is so painful. Exactly. So, um, but but what happened with SnapPost was uh, when I, uh, how I came up with the idea for SnapPost was, uh, was because of this, when the smartphone became really popular and people were starting to snap pictures. So not only was I getting people saying me, telling me, hey, I have stuff in my garage, could you sell it for me? I started getting pictures, and I still do, from people who happen to be at a, an estate sale, a garage sale, and they see an old Mickey Mouse doll or whatever, and they go, oh my God, maybe that thing is worth a lot of money. They snap a picture, they send it to me right away, they text it to me. They want me to tell them right away, should they buy it for a buck or not? Because I know I'm the I'm the, you know, I'm I'm the one who in their circle who would know. And often I would say, Yeah, buy it. You can sell it for a hundred dollars or no. But you know, the next question was, so if they bought it, was, oh, could you um create the listing for me for eBay? I can't figure this thing out. And sometimes I would, I would do that. I would actually go in and, you know, create a listing for them and find the keywords because I knew how to do it and I'm helping out. And then they would list it. And that was when I had my aha moment. All they did was snap a few pictures of the item and that's it. They were done. They, from that, they got from an experienced seller, they got a highly optimized listing with the keywords and the prices and all the item specifics and the shipping and everything was done for them. And for me, and, and I was going, oh my God, there ought to be an app for that. Mm. <laughs> and that's how I came up with uh, SnapPost. So I actually enrolled in a, uh, so I live in Santa Cruz, California, which is a stone's throw to Silicon Valley. In fact, eBay headquarters is 25 minutes away from my house, which is great. Because uh, I go there, I go to the eBay meetups there. But um, so I enrolled in like a startup incubator called the Founders Institute, and they have them all over the place. In fact, they have them all over the world. Uh, and um, I founded SnapPost uh, through that incubator. Um, but when I did, this was around five, six years ago, as you said, eBay was really the only marketplace. I mean, you had Amazon for, and we're talking about secondhand. I mean, you talk about Jet and Walmart, you can't sell secondhand right, on Jet and right. Walmart. We're talking mm -hmm. about secondhand. So, uh, really there was only Amazon for books and Craigslist was always a problem child, like you, you mentioned, and Etsy was just starting to come up on the ranks. eBay was really the only marketplace. To, to kind of sell collectibles and secondhand. And um, so SnapPost was an app that did all that just for eBay. Um, but today, the difference is, <coughs> as you say, there are, we have on our website, in fact, on sellhound.com, you can go today 
and you can see our marketplace directory. We collected over 150 <laughs> online marketplaces in the from the United States alone. There are thousands in the world, but we're but these are real marketplaces doing real, real business. Real marketplaces where some of them are trying to compete with eBay, who sell everything like Bonanza or TrueGether. Some or or compete with uh, Craigslist like Let Go. These are bigger ones. Or Mercari is another peer to peer. And then there's some of them are more specific, like Goat, like you said, or StockX that sells specific items. Or Grailed. I don't know if you know about Grailed, but Grailed is a high end men's clothing um, marketplace. Uh, or trains. There are ones that just sell trains. There are ones that just sell specific items, kids stuff. So and and you're correct by say by saying that some of these marketplaces you can make a lot more money than eBay because the collectors hang out at Goat. They don't go to eBay. They hang out where they want, you know, where they have that community. So they will actually the 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 collector, the one who is rich, who has a lot of money, who wants to get that Nike shoe from the 80s that you happen to have in your garage, they'll pay double the amount, you know, because they don't care about the price, rather they care about having that 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 item in their collection, you know. So, so yes, so, you know, if you check out our marketplace directory, you'll see that we have all the marketplaces also divided ac according to four types of kinds of seller that you can be. So there's the local, so like Craigslist and let go where you want to sell locally. There's the peer to peer like eBay. Um, there's the ones that will buy from you buy outright. So for example, thread up, which is a fashion uh, marketplace, they will send you a bag, you fill up the bag with your stuff in your closet, they will pay for shipping to ship the bag back to them, they will go through your stuff, they will pick out things that they like, that they feel like they can sell on their website, and they will buy it outright from you. They'll say, okay, here, five bucks for this, two bucks for this, three bucks for that, and you get money right away. And then they go ahead and take pictures and sell it, and that's their problem. So that's a buy outright. And then you have consignment, like um, the Real Real is another fashion one. They do the same thing. They sell you a, send you a bag, you fill up the bag, you send it to them, They'll go through your bag, and but but they're not going to buy it outright. They're going to say, "Hey, I can sell this for fifty bucks. I'll give you fifty percent if and when it sells consignment." So you get more money, you know, if it sells, but um, but it might not sell. So, you know, there are different kinds. There's some people that just want to clear out their closet. They were going to donate it to Goodwill anyway. This way, they just they don't even have to drive. They just you know stick the uh, shipping label on the bag, they send it off, and maybe they'll get 50 bucks out of it. You know, there are different kinds of sellers as opposed to sellers who sell on eBay peer-to-peer, -peer, you'll get the full amount. You'll get the $50 for, $50 for the one item. But you got to put in the time. Exactly. So it depends what kind of seller. And in fact, we have uh, our vision for the future, and I'll talk about our, uh, our app in a minute, but our vision for the future is first to ask our sellers, what kind of seller are you? And then we'll recommend the marketplaces that you should sell on. Well, let's pause a second kind of seller. because yeah. I think this is really important because I think you already do some of that. And I can see that. I want to go to this look um, using up the secondhand marketplace. You're basically educating me as a seller because it's like, Steve, yeah, you know eBay and that's great. And that might be the great place for you. 
However, have you thought about selling these on Poshmark? Have you right. thought of selling on Macari or Grailed or Tradesy or Etsy? Mm-hmm. So I put in your search. I mean, it's so cool to go to. So you go to Sellhound, and then you go to the um, secondhand marketplace. What is it? A search? Directory. Is it? Well, directory. the secondhand marketplace directory, that's, that's a directory that shows you all the marketplaces. Okay, so that shows you the marketplace. But I want to go to but, a place that's Fetch because I'm on, on right. that screen. You What's that called? Fetch. Okay, so it's Fetch. So right. I put in there True Religion Jeans. I left it as mm-hmm. used. Right. So in the past, this is what Steve would know, is we would put them on eBay. I mean, we all know the True Religion Jeans, the right size, you know, or the harder size to get, can really do well. And that's the place to sell it. Now, recently, we've learned to Poshmark, and we know that Poshmark might be another place to sell. So when I put in True Religion Jeans, and anybody listening, they should go and do this. So go to sellhound.com. You don't have to sign up or anything right there. And you can put this in the fetch area. When I do, eBay comes up and it says, hey, the current average price, there's 100 True Religion Jeans, which first off, so that tells me how many people are, are using that. So you already given me how big the market is right now that I'm competing against. That's very helpful. The average selling price is $40.32, but here's the real tell. They're not selling mm-hmm. because the sold price is $20.91. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a problem. So then it shows me, though, it says, hey, look over here. Here's Poshmark. The average price is $42, which very, but the average selling price is $30. Now, mm-hmm. Poshmark's fees are a lot lower than eBay, and you're going to earn $10 more on Poshmark. But then that's where you might think it's good enough. But then I go down and I see this site called Grailed, which I never heard of until you mentioned it to me, and the current average price is $79, and mm-hmm. the earned price is 52 now imagine that I would have put them on eBay and I could have, and I'm not putting down eBay by any right. stretch. I, I don't mean it that way, but it's real for true religion jeans. It appears that the mm-hmm. marketplace, not knowing all the particulars, um, for used though, these are all used. It, your net average prices that you earned on eBay is 20 bucks and on Grailed it's $52. I would sit there and say, whoa, let me go take a look and put some energy and effort into Grailed for those. And if I could take and this is where the brilliance comes in, is I'm able to do this, and it took about six seconds, and it immediately took me to, because I can sort it by highest, and so I could literally take my pile of clothing or Mickey Mouse dolls or whatever it is, do that very quick search and put them by pile saying, all right, that's Grailed, that's Goat, that's eBay, that's Amazon, that's this. I could then, by parsing that down, I know I'm going to get the biggest opportunity. This data didn't exist we didn't have access to this information. Right. You would have to search each item you, on eBay right. and then go over to Amazon and search. That's right. And, and it would take forever. Know about Grailed. So you wouldn't do go it. Go over to Grailed and go over. Exactly. That's my point about being like what uh, Orbitz or Kayak did yeah, for the travel. I wouldn't agency. do it. You're doing it for the resellers. And it's interesting that you mentioned Grailed because uh, we were at eBay Open uh, in Vegas this Summer, and somebody came up to me and said, oh, are you Sellhound? And we just launched our price comparison search engine, our fetch engine, which is what you're talking about right now, which we, we scrape between uh, 10 to 15 different marketplaces, depending on the item. Um, he said he came up to me. Now, he sells, he sells six, he, he earns, uh, or the volume that he sells is around six figures. He sells for multiple people plus himself. And he said, I'd never heard of Grailed. When I used uh, Sellhound, I learned about Grailed and they do men's clothes. He said now they doubled their income because they're selling on Grailed. For the same effort. That's right. He already sourced it. 
and he yep. can double his income. Now, how efficient is that? And their fees are 6%. I mean, here's another thing you're doing again. This yep. is an education. I would have never known their fees. are. It's always hidden. Nobody ever sells you those things. Right. And yet you got it right here in my face and it's staring me down. And so I would literally sit there and say, I would sort my items by, by the best opportunity place to sell, right? Where I can get the best sold rate. And that's the other big thing. You can list for a million dollars. That doesn't mean it's going to sell. That's You're right. actually showing me sold. what the potential is. Now, is that also great information when I go out? If I see that, and this is a perfect example, this true religion, that grailed right now seems to be the biggest opportunity for what it is. And since it's men's clothing, so I'm seeing true religion, mm-hmm. men's jeans right. used, seems to be that these could be for 50 bucks. So if I can buy them for $10 and under, I'm sitting there buying them all day long, right? I mean, mm-hmm. assuming all things being equal, right? That's education. Again, now you're helping me uh, figure out how to source better. It's like it's like school. I mean, it, it's, it's very, very cool to me that, again, this data wasn't available. I would have had to know to go mm-hmm. out and source true religion genes for men and sort them and then on one marketplace and go on right. two or three others and to figure that out. Yep. And figure it out. I'm a guy. You know how fast my attention span has moved on to the next thing. I mean, come right. on, right? Exactly. Look, here's the thing is I'm building Cellhound for myself. <laughs> I, You're you know, very like I selfish, said, Suzanne. I'm You're... very, very selfish. Um, yeah. So... Today, like I said, the problem. So, so the problem today for sellers is first figure before figuring out, you know, how much to charge and keywords and all that, figuring out where to sell, then how to sell. So that's why you know our our first phase was releasing the uh, search engine. The it's the world's first search comparison engine for secondhand marketplaces. You can't do that anywhere. We're the first that are doing this. It's phenomenal. And and our but but what we our promise to our sellers is that we want to make it so simple to sell that and manage their stuff that they don't have to ever leave Sellhound. So right now what we're doing is beta testing our um, selling app. So it's similar to what, you know, the Snappost app did. But the difference is that we uh, Sellhound app is going to be able to list on multiple marketplaces. Plus, we use, uh, you know, five years is a lot of technology uh, advancement that we can use with uh, Sellhound that we couldn't do with Snappost. And by the way, Sellhound acquired Snappost. Snappost was acquired from me. Um, uh, and when we launched, when I launched with my new with my co-founder, Sellhound, Jeff Dillon, we went and acquired all of the assets from Snappost because the people who acquired Snappost, even though it was successful at the time, they, for other reasons, they just didn't follow through with it. So we actually own all the IP around Snappost, which is great. <laughs> well, what's what's very cool to me is, okay, so let's go back to this a second. So you have figured out a way for me to figure out the value of things, the easiest, the best place to sell it. Now you're saying that you're taking it a step further and you're going to help me list. And to me, the next, it's like, like you said, these are stages. You don't want me to leave your site. You want me to go and basically, hey, here's the research. This is what it is. Now we're going to list. To me, because that's the next big pain point, right? Finding the merchandise and finding the opportunity to sell it. You've, you've taken that away as a big challenge, right? We're the best place to sell it, to get the most uh, value right. from it, right? You've taken that away, that challenge, 
right? You've made it relatively Correct. easy, Correct. right? Okay. Yep. Now you're saying to me, Steve, what's your next big pain point? Well, my next big pain point is is me, and mm-hmm. it's listing. Listing is the worst thing in the world, right? Okay. Because so they're me, one-offs. And let me tell you, okay, so like I said, I'm building this for myself. Mm-hmm. We all, I think as resellers of secondhand, you know, uh, we all have what we call our death piles. Mm. And those are death our Death warehouses. Yes, or warehouses. Uh, we often were treasure hunters. That's what keeps us. That's what excites us. We're a certain breed of people I've learned because I've tried to get other people into this business who, you know, walk into a thrift store and they go, ew, you know, I go, I walk into a thrift store, my heart starts beating out of excitement because I don't know what I'm going to find. You know, I have, I have that gene, whatever it is. So, um, uh, but, but, so I love going and shopping and I buy it and I bring it home. But then the idea of listing that item, you know, and, and I just find other things to do. And, you know, some it's of not hire, sexy. The, creating no, listings is not sexy. And, and a lot of us hire. I've hired people to sit in my garage and to do it. And, you know, you have these virtual assistants who now, who, you know, they try to have people to do it. So that is the pain that I'm trying to solve. And what I want to what we are solving, not trying. What I want to uh, point out is something that I explain to people is the big difference between secondhand and new items. Anything that's created, that's new today, that's manufactured, that's imported, that, you know, even private label stuff that people are creating, there is data around it somewhere on the internet. It's easy to find it. You can find all the information you need. You have the ISBN number, the MPN number, the whatever data around that item, you can find all the, the measurements, well, how much, you know, percentage of rubbers in the sole, whatever. You can find all that information. Secondhand, you don't have data. So, you know, fashion, the tag is ripped off. Yeah, you can tell who's the manufacturer, you know, who's the designer or what size or it's made out, what, what is it made out of? But what is the design called? Is it a spaghetti strap? Is it a tunic? Is it a, you know, all these words that you need for the, you need for the title so people will find it. You're not an expert. So people who sell, so A, the problem with secondhand is that there's no structured data associated with it. So it's hard to find information. And the second problem is that often people who sell secondhand, like me, urban pickers, and there are about 7.5 million of us, I think, in the United mm-hmm, States, mm-hmm. from what my understanding we're we're not experts on one item. We're you know we we buy things from thrift stores. So you know we're we're not an if I was a inventor or manufacturer of teddy bears, I will know exactly what kind you know what that nose is called. I will know what those ears are called, you know, because that's my business. But as somebody who who uh, sources things from uh, the thrift store or my garage, I'm not an expert on those items. So I don't know what keywords to use. So I have to, so it takes a long time to do the research. You know, the difference between porcelain or China, I don't know. The difference well, but, between- But also things. just the way your, your background versus my background, we're gonna approach it differently. We're gonna take, I mean, so even what keywords you come up with as opposed to what I come up with, I mean, they, they likely are different. Which ones are right, right? Correct. I mean, you don't know. 
again, Correct. because it's so. <laughs> Correct. So, so what we do, so let me explain what the app does. And um, it's very exciting. I, I got to yeah. see it and I'm very, I, I feel very fortunate that I got to see it because you fixed again, so common sense, so many of these issues that you're fixing, please. Thank you. Yes. So I'm excited because I can't wait, you know, um, basically, so I, I, I explained how the aha moment came that people were just sending me pictures and all they did was take pictures and they got a highly optimized listing. That's what the app does. What we ask you from the seller we ask you to snap a few pictures. And actually, even the pictures, if that's the only thing we ask from you, so we kind of take you by the hand and we tell you, we, we, we ask you to give us the right kind of pictures. So the front, the back, the label, you know, the blemishes. We, 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 but we ask you for a minimum three pictures. Then you can give us more pictures if you want to. We give you an option to give us more pictures. And that's it, you're done. As a seller, that's it, you're done. What we do from the pictures, we identify the item, we do the research, we find the value, we create highly optimized titles and description using the most profitable keywords. So we do know, because we have tools, we can figure out what word should be used, what's the name of the color for that dish that more often people use. Is it blue, is it green, is it turquoise, you know? Uh, is it uh, sea glass? Sometimes there are some dishes, for example, that use words like that. We, we know, so we create the title, the description. We fill out the whole form. So if it's eBay, we fill out all the item specifics. And we even uh, suggest the shipping amount because a lot of sellers actually lose money on shipping. That's one of the biggest complaints that people tell me is that, yeah, I sold, but some, you know, I lost a lot of money because I didn't realize the item, uh, the shipping was so expensive. So we suggest all these things. When we're done, we send it back to you, the seller, and you can review it. You can change anything. We're like a virtual assistant that creates the listing. So it is your listing still at the end of the day. But what we've learned is that most people just, you know, don't do any changes. They, they click post and it posts directly onto your account. It's your item. It's your feedback. It's your account. We're like, like I said, a virtual assistant with somebody sitting in your garage doing all the hefty, uh, heavy lifting. Let me ask you this, because I was sitting there thinking about this, because people are going to get hung up on cost, right? And they're sitting there saying, but I'm, wait, Suzanne, I'm the best lister there is. You don't understand. I'm so good, right? Have they thought about, I mean, have you done studies on how long it takes to create listings for normal sellers um, and then how they scale? So, and how many can somebody do in an hour or in a day? Right. I mean, do you have any of that data that you could use for reference? So, uh, you know, it it, it depends. Yes, I do. And it depends um, on on what, you know, again. If well, let me tell you where I'm going and maybe okay. then you can say it this way. Because I'm sitting here thinking to myself, okay, so when I look at fees, one of the cool things is mm -hmm. that Sellhound tells me the fees. So eBay takes 10%. Poshmark yeah. takes 20%. 
Grailed takes 6%. Macari's 10%. As I look through, I'm seeing kind of a 10% minimum, right? And something sitting there saying for selling it, they're getting 10%. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking about if my average selling price in this case is $40. And so that means eBay's going to take four bucks for that listing, mm -hmm. right? Um, Poshmark's going to take 20%. So they're going to take $8 in that case, right? So four to $8 per listing on a $40 average sale, right? That seems to be um, even right. grailed at 6% is about four dollars five dollars right. on that on that same thing so when i look at that i'm saying to myself okay so about ten percent that's a reasonable number and i'm thinking to myself all right so if i can do you know uh i don't know five listings right. an hour right and then i'm so okay that's two hundred dollars and then i'm that's twenty dollars that's twenty dollars an hour okay now if you have to pay tax if you have to have a building if you have to have right. a bathroom if you have to have right. uh a toilet paper in the bathroom. Nobody thinks about these costs. Steve does because we got to pay for all that junk and I got to have workman's comp and I have to go through all those different things. And I start going through all that cost. That $20 an hour gets eaten up very quick. And that's an efficient $20 an hour very that gets eaten up very, very quickly. And so I think that's what, I think that's the big miss. We have a warehouse where we do some fulfill or not fulfillment, some storage for people. And sometimes it's more expensive to ship to us. But then when they divide it out amongst uh, one client has 3,333 items getting shipped to our warehouse, mm. it added 60 cents per unit additional however the storage fees are a dollar savings or whatever you have to start thinking that way and breaking down a business into this model right. so then i can sit there and say wait a second i can hire a company like sellhound to do mm -hmm. these listings i'm going to say they're five dollars a piece whatever you're going to charge you haven't told mm -hmm. us what you're going to charge yet but let's just say it's five bucks a piece that's still a heck of a lot cheaper that's 12 percent versus me and then I go through that math and I'm like, wait a second, I can turn you on, I can turn you off because you're only, I only have to pay you when you do the work, right? Right. You don't get a vacation. I don't have to right. pay you when you're on vacation, do I? Right, exactly, no. All right, I don't have to pay you when you're calling no. sick or your kids are sick. No. I don't have to pay for all those no. things. And, and when I go in and buy you a- You don't have to talk to me. You don't have to spend, yeah. you don't have to buy me lunch. I just have to take some pictures. Right. <laughs> I said, I have to buy you lunch. But but okay. but here's the point though, is that, is that if I buy a lot of inventory at one time, I can move that inventory off of my plate, which is the big hang up, move it into your plate, and then move on into my business. So, and then so the seasonal business, I can then, I mean, you're the partner that I don't have to worry about. That's it's right. So, very, here's, very cool. so here's, here's when I, when I t pitch this to investors and, and I explain the value that we offer, I, you know, I can easily spend 45 minutes creating a listing. If it's something that I'm not, you know, 100% familiar with and it's a certain design, it's a designer that I, I know, but th that design, I can't find it, so I go on Google and I do searches. I can easily spend 45 minutes, but let's say it's a half an hour. So, you know, you can, or 15 minutes even to create a listing, right? So in an hour, you can create maybe four or five listings, and that's pretty quick. As you said, even 10, if it's uh, at six, six minutes, a listing is pretty dang uh, you you really know. I'm really impressive. I'm, I'm very yeah, impressive. Yeah, you're very impressive. And you really know what you're doing. I mean, you know the item. Right. You know, if, again, it's for secondhand things that we're, we don't know and we're, we're doing a lot of the research. With Sellhound, you can easily create 30 listings an hour. Hmm. Now, that's. Now, wait, let's just sink that in a second. Let that sink right. in. You were amazed at my lie that I could do six, <laughs> right? Uh, right? But, you know, realistically, four is yeah. re reasonable, right? Mm -hmm. um, let's do the math. At $40, that's four times four. That's $160 of potential revenue per hour, 
What you're saying is that, hey, if you use Cellhound, you can, at scale, get to 30. So That's 30 right. times 40 is what? $1,200 right. for that same hour. Okay, I like the way you're doing the math. <laughs> mm, well, my old accounting degree <laughs> is kicking in. Right. Yeah, and so I sit back and I think about that, and it's like, wait a second. Okay, and then I have to give 10, let's just say it's 10% to okay. And then, right. but I have, so right. I can yeah. scale my business again. I can scale my business um, at an efficient level because I'm assuming, this is Steve's dumb assumption, you're using fetch to basically determine the possible price, correct? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So so (laughs) I don't even have to do that piece too. I mean, so logically, again, I'm getting to that optimized place. And we didn't even talk about it, but you can you can or you will be able to take that listing and and you're going to say, Steve, you should sell this on eBay, Poshmark and Macari. That's right. So that is our next phase. I don't want to talk about it too much because, you know, um, that is right. You're not there yet. Right. You're not there yet. The the vision is that we are going to tell you you're going to, you know, give us an item and we're going to tell you, hey, here are the five marketplaces where the best places to sell it. And then we will create a optimized listing for all those marketplaces, post it for you on all those marketplaces. And when the item sells, we'll automatically take it down from the marketplaces where it didn't sell. So you don't double sell and then send you a shipping label from that marketplace. But you might not even know or care where it was sold, you know, uh, just that it was sold. So. Well, that's huge because, again, I don't have to become an – I mean, that's one of the biggest challenges, and I think it's a big barrier to entry for everybody because there's such a large learning curve because there's that's so right. many pieces to every – I mean, shipping is such a huge puzzle, yeah, right? right? But selling on eBay versus Poshmark, Poshmark makes it easy. Or Goat. Let's go right. use Goat. What I loved about Goat was when you sell shoes – they show you when you're taking a picture, there's this little inlay, and I don't know what the correct phrase is. It's like this guide where it says, put this shoe in this section and this and you, in a direction. Right. Take a picture. And right. then next one, you guys have exactly the same exactly thing. The same. Because exactly you're taking away, because you're saying, and this is where Steve, like, aha moment when I realized, and I didn't realize it with Goat. I just thought it was cool. And then when I mm-hmm. saw it on your screen, I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. that's enhanced for Google's search. That's All right. the things that eBay's always been saying to me, Steve, you need to improve your images because you're not going to be found on Google's rather than giving me the tool to fix that uh, chastise me (laughs) it it doesn't work I don't do anything Mm -hmm. you know make it easy for me and I'll do it and that's what you guys have done and and goat is a good example that when you all those learning curves all those things that get taken away from me to optimize that's right is the reason I mean it's phenomenal and and and, yeah but 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 the the also, the idea that you can do 30 items in an hour. It's incredible. You can, I mean, people post online, oh, I did 10 items today. You know, that's yeah, yeah. like a big hooray today, not in an hour. You know, um, th- think about all those uh, death piles. <laughs> Why are they there? Because it takes so long. And it's hard. If all you had to do was snap the pictures and somebody else does all the work for you, then just think about how much more money you'll make. Yes, it costs a little bit more money per item, but like you said, you can do the volume and you can make a lot more money. But you know the cost. I mean, to me, this is exactly the, the beauty of it, right? It's if I know my cost is, you know, and I always say this, I, I use this, uh, Amazon, my, my uh, cost of goods is, or 
my uh, fees are going to be about a third. And mm-hmm. on eBay, it's about a quarter. And that includes right. the shipping and the and the uh, or right. the, the PayPal fees and stuff. So it's about a quarter. That's a, um, always been my math. And it just always, uh, you know, 25% and, and 33%. So now that I know if there's also a fixed cost for listing, which mm-hmm. is really powerful because here's the problem, Suzanne. If I have somebody in my warehouse listing for me, Mm-hmm. they're going to have on days and off days, meaning that they're going to have great days that they just crank and crank. And then when things aren't going right at home, they're going to have off days. How do I know what my cost per listing is? I really don't. Right. I right. really have no way. But when I go out there and I'm looking at an item and it's, you know, a potential sale for 40 bucks, cost is uh, 10 or 12, and then the listing fees is five bucks. I can then sit back, and I'm throwing that number. That is not your number, but it's me throwing that number. I can then do that math and say, okay, yeah, this has got a great return, or it doesn't, and I can move on. I mean, that's phenomenal to me. Fixed costs. Having those variable costs, well, it's a variable cost, but knowing that that's a cost only when I use it. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. I don't have to pay it. I don't have to pay for the person who's not efficient today. That's right. And you don't have to also deal with the you know, with it takes time people and are energy. Crazy. People are crazy. Well, even if it's a wonderful person, even if it's a person you enjoy, but then you're sitting and talking about having coffee and talking about other things, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's good to have a new friend, but that that isn't the purpose. <laughs> well, and, and, and scaling is very difficult. What to me is it, what I would suggest to people who are listening to this right now, and you're saying, wait, is this too good to be true? No, it's not too good to be true. First off, sign up for Sellhound. Uh, it's free. And Steve doesn't benefit in any way. I don't benefit from any of these things other than your business doing better, um, Mr. Seller. But what's cool is immediately you can go out there and use this feature just to see value. You should be doing that right. just to find that the price in the fastest way, right? That's in right. the most marketplaces, because you don't want to price it too low. That's immediately number one. Number two, get in this sign up or get, once you have that record, you're going to go, once your beta is done, you're mm-hmm. going to say that pool of people that are signed up, you're going to approach them first, I assume, right? Absolutely. And in fact, we have a, um, uh, a beta list. So please go to our website and sign up to get a number. Um, we have, I think, close to 10,000 people waiting on our waiting list right now. Um, so the earlier, you know, you sign up, the earlier you'll get in. And this is for the listing piece. This so is for the listing piece, yeah. To me, this is where I would go with it right now. As I'm sitting here thinking to myself, hey, I'm selling, you know, $3,000 a month and I need to get to that next level. But I'm working as fast and as hard as I can, Suzanne. So this is an opportunity to take that stuff that I already bought and move a percentage of it at least even over mm-hmm. to you guys to start seeing a benefit and mm-hmm. start seeing those things. And all of a sudden, my workload, even if I keep working at the same pace, but I'm getting double the effort because you guys are working on my team too, I'm going to see double the, the benefit on the other end without more effort on my part. That's Correct. valuable. And, and to me, that's doable today. That's a big deal. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's what very cool. Doing. Uh, the, the one thing that I wanted to um, mention, um, oh, yeah, that people are actually also using our price comparison engine for retail arbitrage because, you, like you saw, that those true religion jeans sell an average on eBay for 40 and then on, they sell on um, Grails for 80 uh, You can find those discrepancies 
with certain items and actually buy from one marketplace and sell on another marketplace. So that's you're another mean. interesting you're thing. You're vicious. Yeah, that's just mean <laughs> and vicious. I, whenever I could tell when somebody's always like, oh, uh, don't include an invoice or any information. I'm like, oh, right. that's, a, that's a drop just shipper. send it to someone else. <laughs> yes, right, yes, exactly. send it to somebody else. But you yeah. know what? I can't disrespect them. It's shame on me for not yeah. having the initiative, not taking advantage of it. Um, and you know, it's funny you say that because now I, I just took and changed that true religion genes from used to new mm-hmm. and it's shocking the differences. I mean, it's shocking to me on how much money this stuff is selling for. And so there's a good example again of another way you can go source differently. Again, it's a revenue enhancement. You know, I was thinking about this earlier today, as because I, I talked to another uh, company that, that's doing some database stuff and data work. Why, why do you, why do you think that um, you have the ability to parse data like this? Is the technology improved that much recently where you can get? And I mean, because this is a huge amount of data. When I put in true religion genes, you're in 140 marketplaces looking through. I don't know how many millions of listings. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it is the what, technology. What's, what's driving? Is it really? Is it really advanced that much? Um, well, the technology is advancing really, really quickly. And actually, uh, the exciting piece, more than anything, is not that we can get the information from the websites, which is, and you saw, it's pretty quick. Um, is actually out of AI and machine learning. Um, and we are embedding AI and machine learning into our software. We're learning. We ha- uh, we're going to learn a lot of things. We're going to learn, for example, uh, as we create uh, titles for items, we're going to learn what keywords actually uh, are, you know, what titles sell better. and Convert. They actually convert. convert. That's right. Uh, we, so we, we're going to learn a lot. And it, it's like one of, we have an advisor who's this great AI guy um, who loves what we're doing. And he works with different – he works with a lot of marketplaces as well, his company. Um, and he said to me um, that what we're doing – you know, A, he said to me, first of all, you don't need a PhD in your on in your team anymore. Five years ago, you need to, in order to get money from, you know, we're a Silicon Valley company, even though I'm not a Silicon Valley person, uh, but we are a startup then we're going through that kind of uh, raising money that way. Five years ago, you needed to have a PhD in computer science or data scientist on your team. Today, you don't because... There's so many more advanced tools, even free tools that you can plug into that uh, that five years ago would have been just unbelievable. Uh, and and the artificial intelligence is moving very quickly. We can debate, you know, all the things around that because I have a lot of thoughts around it. But what I like about it, and I like about what we're doing. Uh, and, I, and I touched on this in the beginning, is the fact that there's no data around secondhand items. Right. What we're doing, by doing what we're doing, we are actually creating data for items that are unstructured, that don't have data around them. That's but you're only doing. creating them when it's needed. To me, that's the AI piece, right? That's what you're talking about, right? It's it's not that truly religion doesn't have any data around it for 99% of the time until it's needed when I need it. Right. Boom. You're pulling it together and basically creating that data. I'm creating. That's it. We're kind of <clears throat> creating. Fascinating. 
we're creating what I call, I mean, here we're going off on a little bit of a tangent, but I don't know if you know the term, the Internet of Things. So the Internet of Things refers to, and it's a, it's a tech term, and it refers to smart things. Nerd. <laughs> it, it refers to things that are, you know, that today that have a chip in them. So your car, you're driving home, your car lets your heater know at home that you're on your way home. So the heater turns on. You know, these are smart things. So we have the different smart things that we're sur surrounding ourselves with. What we're doing, what I'm dealing with, what my company is dealing with, is what I call the Internet of Stuff. Stupid things, dumb things that don't have a chip, like the table, like the chair, like the, you know, your, your, your uh, shirt. There, there's no uh, chip embedded in it. So there's no way for us, there's no easy way for us to identify what it is or, you know, figure out information about it unless we do all that legwork and we search and we say, so it has a white top and a, uh, a metal base and the metal base looks like this because there's no identifier on it. We don't have the designer on it, you know. So um, that's what we're doing. We're giving um, dumb things we're giving them a voice in, a, in an odd way. We're kind of doing the Internet of Stuff. Uh, I actually own the domain name, theinternetofstuff.com, so I'm hoping mm -hmm. that one day I'm going to, you know, the, the bigger vision, again, it's about data. It's a big data. It's about creating the wiki, wiki of stuff so you will be able to easily identify what it is, how useful it is, and think about it. Because, again, this has to do with environment. This has to do with the circular economy. The reason why we throw away our stuff, I think that most people care about the environment, but it's just hard to get rid of things, so you just right. throw it away. And, and I understand. I've done it. We've all done it. But that couch or that table has wood, has metal, has, you know, springs, has, has foam, has things that actually could be reused. Um, so I believe that in the future, the same way you're not allowed to throw away plastic and you have to recycle it, you're not going to be allowed to throw away your couch. You're going to have to, you know, deliver it to the recycling center of couches or furniture and, and, and things like that. So, um, I, this is just one step to help that process. Well, it definitely help. is. You know, the other thing I'm sitting here thinking about as you're talking, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, as you mentioned data, because you're the second very heavy data driven company I've had on related to eBay, which has always been a miss on eBay's part. You never had access to their data in a nice, easy, compressed way. The fact that you guys are doing this, um, Sellers need to, to pay heed to this because they're very quickly going to get passed over if they don't take advantage of this mm -hmm. very, very quickly. And what's cool about it is you're taking away the non-sexy part of the business, the non-value right. added, right? I mean, creating an optimized listing is either it's either optimized or it's not, period, right? There, there's some art to it, but it's really optimized or it's not. Whatever the market's looking for, you right. want to write that listing so it's ready for that, period, right? right? Mm -hmm. That piece of it, if you take that away, I still get to do the part that I love, which is source. That's where right. I get to I get to, uh, to 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 figure out to val to find those valuable items at scale. I mean, to me, you know, if there's ever an opportunity to make eBay a full time business and get over the six figure mark, which people really struggle to get to, 
right. you know, you can get to five or 6,000, but then you hit those walls without hiring a whole bunch of people. And then it comes with its own problems. Mm-hmm. You guys are allowing, you tech companies are allowing scale because you're taking away all those unnecessary things that really, you know, putting in, you know, the sales tax it goes mm-hmm. in every single time. So stop having to put it in, right? All those silly things. Um, by doing that, you're allowing people to create real viable businesses. But here's the deal. You've got to take advantage of it. And again, Steve doesn't benefit. That's I'm not mm-hmm. pitching Sellhound because uh, Steve's going to get paid a percentage. What I'm pitching Sellhound is because if you don't, your competitor will. And I want you to stay in business. And I just think it's so important for people to figure this stuff out. Right now is an opportunity. And she's letting you in on the ground floor. I mean, you're right. I mean, you're oh, looking absolutely. for beta users. Oh, I can okay. have beta us- testers, beta users. We already opened our beta to uh, uh, a few people and uh, sellers. And we're um, converting our app right now into a native app. Um, we're hoping, you know, our, our plan is to actually launch the app to the public uh, in the beginning of next year, so soon, beginning of 2019. Um, So we're testing, it's already working, and uh, it's really exciting. We're focusing to begin with on fashion, and where our first marketplace is eBay. Um, Fashion is about 50% of all secondhand traded is in fashion, so that's the reason why we chose fashion. And there are multiple marketplaces that sell fashion. So uh, we're hope we have a, a whole bunch of uh, second and third marketplaces that we're right now talking to that we want to uh, we will list for you on those marketplaces as well. Yeah, again, I mean, this is so exciting to me because it's just going to allow I mean, you're going to see so many seven figure businesses jump beca- or be created because they're going to be able to expand quickly because this this limit that's been placed on them, you know, just because they couldn't get to it. For That's so right. long, and not you know one of the hardest parts when we you know I I told this story I had a VA in the Philippines listing three hundred listings a week on eBay for us I mean that's mm-hmm. scaled right my wife would take the pictures we'd create this form we'd send it to them blah 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 but the price was always the issue the ability to figure out how much it's worth was right. always a big issue right, right. Um, and that, let alone keywords and title that was another big issue but we had to write that we so we had to do so that you work. had to do that right? we did all that work right? right and then the price we always had to put the price on it because you know how do you know I'm the guy who knows value so guess what I had to be the, the wizard every right. single time and it's not like I'm that smart you met me it's it's just that's what I've been doing it for so long so to be able to have that tool where somebody else can just go in and say okay this is reasonable and this is reasonable to me very very powerful and in fact in terms of price what we're doing is we're going to give you an average and we're going to say hey you know if you want to sell we're going to give you the the lowest and the highest that that item sold for in the past 30 to 60 days and we're going to uh we're going to we're going to give you the average we're going to price it at the average in the middle but we're going to tell you if you wanted to sell it more quickly lower it to this if you wanted to sell if you have time and you have a place to store and you want it to sit but you want to get a higher price, this is, you know, you can change the price. So we're giving you that information. Hmm. And, and again, even if you did, even if I couldn't get to it and it went at the average, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Because that, it's, it's one of those big fears. I'm never going to get the, 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 uh, the, the most I can from it. And so to have it, you know, basically there for me. You're leading me right there. It's going to make it easier. Okay, so what's next? I mean, we're I'm, you were kind of getting down to mm-hmm. the end here, you know. And I well, it's exciting to me again. 
you can immediately get the price benefit today. Mm -hmm. Sign up for beta, start figuring out, get somebody else to live. You're basically hiring a VA without having to manage them, period. That's a big plus. And again, you get the final say what it gets listed at. You get the final say. So me as a customer, I get the final say. So even though you recommended and you said 50 bucks, uh mine's special. Suzanne, you don't understand. Mine's $60. Right, right? exactly. I can do that. I can do all that. Absolutely. So that's done. What's next? What What are the other big pain points that you're saying, hmm, big picture, this is probably something we need to do? As sellers? Yeah, I mean, for fixing sellers big, I mean, because you're fixing your own so, problems. So the big, I yeah, know multiple so marketplaces, multiple we kind marketplaces. of alluded to it, yeah. yeah right, so, so the idea, because the problem today is a lot of sellers, and especially more millennials, it's interesting, sell on multiple marketplaces, because I yeah. think us older people... <laughs> We got stuck on eBay. We know eBay. We're fine, you know, but learning a new system is like the last thing we want to do. Um, So, um, but the problem with selling on multiple marketplaces is managing all those multiple marketplaces and trying to remember and keeping a list of, okay, I I have it listed on Poshmark and Mercari and eBay, and then it sells on Mercari. And then, oh, did did I list it there, you know? managing that whole thing and what if it sells the minute i you know on both marketplaces uh, or like 10 minutes later i didn't have a time to go and take it down so that really is that piece that we are um are, are that's our third phase and again that's something that is in our future that you actually literally never leave sellhound you you have your own uh page on sellhound where you can see all the items that you have listed. Each item, you can see which marketplace it's listed at. You can click on those marketplaces. It'll take you to the item in that marketplace. You can, you know, that way you can have an inventory and see where everything is listed. And it will automatically, like I said, take it down from the marketplaces where it didn't sell when the item sells. So again, the idea is you never have to leave Sellhound. And the more marketplaces that show up on the, you know, on the, on the scene, the merrier, the better for us because it adds confusion to, um, for the seller. So we are trying to simplify and make it easy. All they have to do is go to Sellhound and they have everything that they need. Well, I think you've done a great job. And again, you know, I'm singing your praises because I saw it. I mean, when I saw the presentation, I was like, oh, my goodness. They have finally figured out a way to to solve the biggest problems at scale because we're a scaled business. I mean, we're not bragging, but we're scaled and we're limited because of scale. I mean, we're limited. It creates its own problems. And the fact that you can take and and take so much off our plate, it's such a big deal. Okay, so um, somebody's interested in finding out more. They go to sellhound.com and down on the bottom it says post app coming soon. Join our early access waiting list. That's the beta group. Is that correct? Yes, that's the beta group. Absolutely. Okay, so there's a sign up right there if they want to sign up for it and right. Steve's already signed up. Okay. Um, and, uh, um, but the, the fetch is right there. It's, it's free. It's just put in an item and you're immediately go out and do that. I mean, it, whoever you are, just go put an item that you have for sale and go search and just see if there's a better place to sell your used item. And, and you might go oh right and i want to say first of all i want to say that i'm a seller i'm building this you know uh, uh, i'd say like um 
between all the sellers in my, on my team, we have around 70 to 80 years of online selling experience. You You're know. old. <laughs> Uh, well, from all of us, you know, we're, we're, we're diehard sellers. We care about this. So help us by spreading the word. Tell people about Sellhound. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We have a great LinkedIn page. Uh, not LinkedIn. Uh, yeah, we do a LinkedIn as well. But I mean, um, um, not LinkedIn. Instagram. Instagram. Instagram thank you. We have a great Insta- We're old, man. <laughs> we have a great Instagram, uh, Insta- Insta- Instagram page. And help us by spreading the word. Because, you know, we're not a huge tech company. We're a small tech company. And we're, we're very passionate about what we're doing. We're trying to help. Uh, we want to stay alive. So we want you, uh, you to go and tell your family and friends and 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 tweet about us and post about us but also um you know sign up for a thing but what i wanted to say is it um one of the things that we found out and it makes perfect sense we're finding a lot of buyers who are using our uh search comparison because if you're a collector right yeah 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 starbucks mugs or certain starbucks mugs that's a good example. Oh, that's good. To go and try, you have to go to all these marketplaces to try to find that, you know, because you're always checking all these marketplaces. Here, all you have to do is just, you know, check Sellhound, and you can you can easily change the search from low to high if you need to, you know, if that's what you're looking for in terms of pricing, in terms of buying. The holidays are coming up. You're looking for presents. You know, instead of searching all these marketplaces separately, use the Hound. And we were, you know, we want oh, you to that. genius. Yeah, we want you all to become hounders and use our. Um, it's uh, such a powerful point that people could use this system to snipe. I mean, it's you're right. right. I mean, it's exactly. Oh. Oh God, so smart. Okay, all right. So my final question, and I'm and the contact information is there going to be on your Facebook page and Instagram. That's where you can ask questions, and they'll get back to you. Um, and I met a bunch of our team, and they all are sellers, which is very cool to me. Also, I think that that matters a lot. Yeah. Um, the final question I have, and this is a question that I ask everyone. You know, most of the people listening to my podcast are stuck. They've gotten to that place. They they hit that wall, right? They they. You know, they're just stuck. They just can't get past it. What's the best advice you would give to somebody uh, based on your experience of selling on how to get past that point of stuck? Hmm, that's a good question. For me, it's funny. Um, I, when I get stuck, I go to the thrift store. It's my uh, meditation. It, and I think for me, it, because it, 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 it inspires creativity in my mind. Because I'm always fascinated, even if I'm not looking to source, um, I'm I'm connected to stuff. I like items, I like objects, and it it gets me it gets my creative juices going. Just looking and under, trying to understand why somebody threw away something or gave away something, and how much you can buy it for, and how much money you can sell it for, um, that gets my juices going. And, and that's, and I have a goodwill down the block for me, which is a problem sometimes because <laughs> I end up there a lot, but, um, you know, do go and take a break really. And, 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 um, and, and get that, that excitement back because if you're yeah. not doing something that you're excited and passionate about, you will get stuck. 
And uh, that's, you know, and again, a lot of people don't like the listing, don't like the actual work of listing. Uh, hopefully, Sellhound will help you do that. So you can do, you can source all day long and you have somebody at, you know, you can literally snap a few pictures at the thrift store. <laughs> By the time you get home, you have the listing waiting for you. Oh you know, that's, that's how powerful this could be. It's phenomenal. I wish you nothing but success. I know you're going to have it. Very, very cool. Take care. Thank you. Great lady, smart as a whip. Um, and again, what I really appreciate about her is that she's a seller. And she's an old school seller, man. She knows her stuff. You know, she knows the value of things. She knows how to sell it and still does it. Even though she probably has no time to do it, that's um, probably a retail therapy, right? Going out and buying things and, and selling them because there's value to it. Um, very, very cool. I think this is the future of our business, guys. If you're not uh, taking advantage of all this opportunity on eBay, um, Poshmark, um, and remember, they're going to roll it out to other platforms. Um, this is a great opportunity to really finally build that business that you want, that B plan, right? You know, those of you who are selling on Amazon only, you're always like, hey, where, what happens if they, you know, close my account? Well, guess what? Have a good B plan, but have a scaled B plan where you don't have to do all the work. This is like FBAing. You know, when you didn't, when you had to FBA, when they started doing the shipping for you, imagine all the listing, which is the biggest hassle on eBay, getting taken care of. That's a great opportunity. So check them out, sellhound.com, sign up for that. And again, I don't benefit other than you having incredible success. Ecommercemomentum.com, ecommercemomentum.com. Thanks for listening to the e-commerce momentum podcast. All the links mentioned today can be found at ecommercemomentum.com under this episode number. Please remember to subscribe and like us on iTunes.